Hello all, welcome back to Kairos, a podcast on financial planning where we talk about doing the right thing at the right time. This is Jayalakshmi and we have Susitra joining us in today's conversation. Hello Susitra. Hi Jaya and welcome to everyone who are listening in. I hope all of you had a safe and wonderful Diwali this year. So you tell me what's your favorite part of Diwali? Well, my favorite part about Diwali is eating as many sweets as we want and of course spending time with our family and friends. I know, right? So, of course, it's called the Festival of Lights and my favorite part is enjoying the time together too. Also, I'm sure in many homes like ours, we work towards cleaning up our homes to welcome Goddess Lakshmi and on getting rid of unwanted things. So in this episode, let us focus on doing the same with our finances too. On this occasion, let us burn some old beliefs and biases to lighten up our lives. Absolutely, Jaya. Diwali is a wonderful time to take a hard look at our behavioral biases and understand how we can overcome them. All of us have some belief systems or biases which we may or may not be aware of. But these biases usually hamper our ability to think rationally. I completely agree. Taking financial decisions in itself is a complex decision-making process as there are a lot of variables involved in it. Investors are faced with a variety of investment options starting from traditional bank deposits to cryptocurrencies. So with so much information available on this particular subject, it becomes very important for us to be aware of our internal biases so that we don't end up making decisions that could harm our finances. So what are the common bias that you have come across in clients? Yeah, so let me start with a basic one with an example. So since we are talking about Diwali, right? So this year I went shopping with my friend for, you know, Diwali purchases. You know, most of the brands have huge discounts during this period of the year. We were looking for a Diwali outfit for her and there were one that, you know, she was eyeing for quite some time now. And there are also other lovely uh, outfits around. But the catch here is that one that she was automatically attracted to was the one with huge discounts on it. So this product was running a discount of 30% and, you know, it's an offer for Diwali. So now you can guess what would have happened here, right? Completely. So defying conventional logic, consumers are drawn to discounted products even without analyzing if it adds value to them. We have seen people await such festive offers and discounts for purchase, right? So how do you connect this to bias, by the way? Right on point, Jaya. So uh, I asked her the same question. So when there are a lot of options available, why are you just focusing on this one item? And she replied back saying that, you know, she is uh, getting a 30% discount on this item, which effectively means that she is only paying, you know, 70% of its original value. So this is how people usually react when they see items on discount, right? So your mind automatically anchors the original price as the base price and compare any additional information to the base price. So though the new information that you are getting is irrelevant in this scenario, your mind still does that. So this is called anchoring bias, where we compare any new information we receive with the one we already know. Right, okay. This is true in cases of investments as well. There are many investors who anchors the price of an investment to its initial cost value, say the price at which they have purchased. 
even when they know that the investment was a wrong choice and they must exit the investment to avoid any further losses they will not do that simply because they are holding on to the initial value in their mind and will wait till they reach or exit that value you can see where this can lead to right absolutely this could lead to huge losses and it's definitely not the right approach so anchoring bias basically relates to the human tendency where they rely too heavily on one trait while making decisions like how in the example even when the number has not much correlation she ended up making that decision right so moving on to the next one how does the mental accounting bias affect our financial decisions Yeah, thanks for bringing this up let me give another example you know uh, explaining uh, what a mental accounting bias is i have seen many people who behave differently when it comes to their regular income versus bonus income they consider their regular income that is say salary as something which they have earned so they plan for it in a thorough manner like they you know follow a disciplined investment approach they take a financial planner's advice etc but when it comes to bonus or one time income which they have not anticipated then they consider it as a recreational income and don't plan on investing the same they splurge the money on recreational activities or in making any unwanted purchases right so this also applies to how people spend when they are paying out in cash versus using a credit card to make the purchase right exactly this is where individuals classify funds differently and place different value for money this can lead to detrimental results of course right so that is why we always ask our clients for any such expected bonuses or increments and we have it planned in the financial planning another interesting thing i have noticed in people do is uh, how little they plan for risk management so we see people behaving differently towards insurance and investments though everyone agrees on the point that insurance is important they never tend to believe their own lives are also prone to such risks right so we hear statements like i am too young and i don't need a life insurance or that they are very healthy and paying premiums towards health insurance is considered as waste of money so how would we classify this kind of biases well i would say these individuals are prone to optimism or overconfidence bias they think nothing bad can happen to them until something ultimately happens right then it is too late for them to start implementing these risk management tools individuals generally associate financial planning with investments but hardly keep in place the necessary risk management tools as a safety net this bias will result in someone ending up breaking their investment corpus to pay for emergencies thereby delaying other life goals you know since we are talking about optimism bias we should also include the other side of this coin which is loss aversion in optimism bias individuals think you know nothing bad will happen to them while in loss aversion they think that you know anything bad that will go wrong will definitely go wrong and their money is safe lying in simple bank deposits rather than investing in risky assets but you know growth oriented assets such as equity 
you're right in fact we have faced so many clients who put up this argument that they do not want to lose their hard earned money by investing in risky assets such as equity for example so what they do not factor in uh, their decision making process is the trade off that they are making for assumed safety they end up losing their investment value due to rising inflation and um, i think understanding their risk capacity is the key here very true uh, you know since we are talking about biases i would like to highlight one important bias how individuals tend to follow the herd they say things like one of my friends recently purchased this share so even i should be buying that or there was a recent news coverage about this you know large investment house investing in this company so it must be good so this is a dangerous move to make as you are basing your financial decisions on someone else's opinion what suits your friends might not be suitable for you and what you see in the news might not even be relevant to you it is always good if you make your financial decisions on your own research rightly put susitra it is always good to avoid that noise right so i really enjoyed this discussion as it explored many inherent biases that we all have as humans uh, i would like to conclude by highlighting few points that can help to outsmart the biases so the first one would be to acknowledge your bias knowing you have a weakness can help anticipate and take time and delay your decision also take professional help that means making advantage of resources like having your own investment advisor or a financial planner though it is hard for us to overcome all these biases immediately and start behaving completely rational understanding that we inherently behave this way will help us stop and think before we make any financial decisions so if you all enjoyed listening to this episode please share it with your friends thank you for tuning in see you next month Thanks, Jay.